This is Restless. Pastor Michael, it has been a great week of everyday Restless. That's right. It, this is wild. Looking back from the past <laughs> in the future somehow <laughs> from the past in the future this back. Is, it's like tenet right it's That's like right. somehow weird like backward okay yeah. here we go restless works the same way and and so while i walk backwards to walk forwards i just want to say it's been a great celebration of a hundred thousand downloads it's been fun uh the whole show has been fun getting to know the people we've gotten to know online has been fun but we want to take the 100,000 celebration and take it into the future with us, tenant right. style. It's coming with us. That's right. It is also walking backward with us. Because, as some of our listeners know who've pointed this out to me, for the last two years, Mark Driscoll has published a compilation of the best sermon rants from all of his sermons. He's still trying to keep still a little edginess on his oh, brand. Oh, man, here we go. This is great. And so we have more than 60 of these from the last two years. Wow. And Pastor Michael, I think we're going to do them. Okay, all of them. All we're, of them. We're going to do all of these. Okay. But, guys, this is the one thing we need to say. We aren't going to do them on the normal Restless feed, or at least not all of them. Yeah, we don't want to just be... A Mark Driscoll podcast, although we talk about him a lot, although we bring him up a lot because he was so influential in New Calvinism. Um, obviously, we have like gone far and wide beyond uh, what he was a part of or what he has done, and we want to do that even more. I mean, we we don't want to just be stuck there. So, so as we re- react to these rants, we want to be able to put them somewhere else where uh, they are accessible and yet uh, not filling up the normal feed. And so we are going to start a Restless Patreon so that we we are just trying a lot of things to see how people like to support the show and create a place where we can put all of these Driscoll reactions and more. As some of our listeners probably heard me mention in one of our other bonuses, I have two hours of bonus, bonus recorded footage of us caught on mic or with asking a guest questions that were interesting to us. That we plan on releasing to there. And here's the deal. We wanted to make sure at least one level of the Patreon was accessible to everyone listening. And so we dropped it below even the um, Patreon recommended amount. So Patreon itself said, please please let us make more money off of you and make this higher. (laughs) So we are starting everything at $2.99. You will get an extra Restless every week. You'll see all the Mark Driscoll reacts. So you'll get this bonus content that we're making there. Um, We're going to start a Restless Telegram group. Uh, Michael and I communicate mostly on Telegram. And the kinds of things we talk about in prepping the show, we plan on doing in the group and are interested to see uh, what you guys think, what you think we should ask guests as we talk about those things together. Yeah, feedback, discussions, no doubt we'll be sharing some memes and, and all kinds of fun like that. So um, you would have access to that. There are also a couple other tiers to the the patronage. Correct. Now, like we, we thought, hey, if we're going to be those podcast guys that have a Patreon account, we better go full bore. Right. So uh, you you could also uh, you know become a true Presbyterian, even right. if a Baptist. That's right. In our second tier. And this might be the one to really uh, note for you is because we are going to do a monthly show where we take the kind of restless analysis we do, except we do it to contemporary 
Presbyterian issues. So things going on in the PCA, things going on in NAPARC, um, and we may someday address if we should even ever address the CREC. And we want to have these kinds of conversations there. But again, that's not a restless show. Yeah, it doesn't really fit what we typically do. Um, and, and there are lots of other things like that, too. I mean, we've talked about doing more like, you know, just talking about some of the pop culture movies mm-hmm. and, and music and things like that that we've been listening to or, or watching. And it's just not something that probably we would be putting on Restless. It doesn't That's really right. fit what we're doing. And so we wanted a place for it. Um, and we thought, hey, as long as we're looking for this. And we honestly, we've had people say, hey, when are you starting a Patreon account? I want to support you. Right. And so we thought, well, we better start this kind of thing up. So we are, we're happy for you. We're happy for you to join us. And we're happy to see if this works. And so we are, we're going to give it a try. And we hope you'll join us there. But for now, we are going to take a look. We're going to take a look at the first two Mark Driscoll rants of 2021. So, Pastor Michael, are you ready? I'm, I'm ready. I just, what's so interesting, even just to start, the fact that we're still calling these rants, like, I know. like it's from a sermon and it's called a rant, <laughs> yeah. just like that kind of whole style is, so it's very Driscoll. And um, probably it's, scripted. <laughs> it's very, it sounds very scripted, right? So this first one apparently was from April 11th, 2021, Romans number 22. So apparently he was going through Romans this last year. So we'll see what exegesis of a part of Romans this sounds like it could be from. So many churches are still closed. It's like, where's the sense of urgency? You know, and churches that even could be open, they're still not open. It's like, well, people don't know Jesus. And, 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 and the church is the place where we have this great opportunity to, to love people and to serve people and to tell people about Jesus. And the answer is, well, well we don't want anybody to get sick. Let me tell you this. 100% of people are infected with sin and will die because of sin. And the only remedy for them is Jesus Christ. <laughs> Applause break. So that's a good break for us. So Pastor Michael, we're coming in hot with a, in April of last year. Open your church, you coward. Yeah, wow. So and that was, yeah. So when would that have been? So April 2021. Okay. So, um, you know, it's a little past the height of things, right? Yep. It's, I mean, probably there's quite a few people that have open. More um, urban areas. Yeah, but uh, definitely, especially uh, in some bigger cities, there are probably still quite a few you know, places locked down pretty tight. So... So he's, I mean, he's pushing it a little bit anyway. So interesting, this is the first rant. So obviously most viewers, unlike us, are not going to make it to the 57-minute wow, mark. this is an hour-long video. That's right. I told you, <laughs> we have we have dozens of these <laughs> to do. But most people aren't going to make it to the 57-minute mark. But this is what they start with. So Pastor Michael, why do they make this the first rant, the one you're going to see? That's interesting. Um, so my guess is it hooks a certain kind of person, right? So it's going to hook the person who was really, uh, you know, upset about lockdowns or like looking for like that pastor that really calls out. He's he's playing to a particular lane. You know, we've talked about this before. With this, um, the, Steve, the Stephen Crowder That's show. right. The fact that he went on Stephen Crowder means like he's going after a particular demographic, again, of generally young men, young conservative men. Uh, and those are the kinds of people that, when they first hear, hey, why aren't you opening up your church? People aren't going to hear about Jesus. That maybe, especially in April 2021, they're pretty heated about this. You know, they're kind of uh, looking for the kind of guy that's going to say this kind of thing. Okay. Oh, that kind of hooks them right away. And be- and while I know he pretends Big Eva doesn't exist, I think he still knows that at this point, especially, none of them were calling for bold reopening of their churches. Yes. And, but he does it in a way that, 
axe. Except MacArthur, right? Except MacArthur. <laughs> who's yeah, not big yeah, he doesn't exist. John MacArthur's invisible. We can't see you. And he does it in a way that actually is, though, more pastoral than the true, like, reopen agitators. He does it with, because there are lost people. Yep, and they right. need Jesus. It's in order right? so like, that they can know Jesus. Yep. And so he does it in a way that is not going to totally alienate the, like, oh, don't get all so, you know, don't be so political here. But, mm-hmm. and admittedly, that's a better reason than, yeah. oh, than totally. a lot. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, so far it sounds, you know. But yeah, this this is, I, I wonder how many of these clips are we going to say where it's, he's clearly seen the lane open for young men again. Yeah. And he's just and he's re- taken it. He knows, he knows what to do. Yeah. still a bigger problem than COVID. Okay, it is. And so to me, I, I, I want you to, you know, if you want to wear a mask, wear hand sanitizer, get a vaccine, get a tape measure, stay six feet apart. No judgment from me. Here's what I'm saying. <laughs> maybe, maybe a little, a little judgment was provided. Yeah, yeah kind, of, kind of a bit of judgment, right? <laughs> it's interesting to hear how much more like audience interaction there's there's a lot of like it's clearly like a much more like i don't know pentecostal southern like hey we're getting people there like they're clapping they're cheering but are any of those planted yeah i don't know but i I, but i just realized that i'm like it's probably been since i listened to driscoll sermons where there were like applause in sermons or laugh Mm. like where there was any now this is more reaction because people are like yelling out like yeah right but yeah that it's it's been it's been a long time since I was YRR enough to hear yeah. like applause breaks. We're, we're Presbyterian sermons. now, so when when somebody likes a sermon, they just sternly glare at you. <laughs> That's right. That's right. As you learn that as a licentiate. Oh, you're even quieter now. This yeah. must be going really well. <laughs> you're still gonna die because of sin, and Jesus is your only hope. And God's people can't overlook the one message that is our unique contribution to the world. There's a lot of places you can go to get a sandwich or a vaccination or an after-school program, but there's only one place that can tell you about Jesus Christ, and it needs to be open. Okay? And so what can happen is when we think God is in charge, we think that we don't matter. And we do, because God has chosen to work through us to love and to serve others. But do you have a... So that was clip number one. Interesting, the sign behind him said predestination problems. Yeah, I'd be interested to know if he's going through Romans. Yeah, he's going through Romans. So he's doing like eight or nine there. And yep. <laughs> so that's even better. I mean, right? I think that he's saying things that us on this show are basically like, yeah, that's basically where we're at on these issues. Yeah, no, I mean, and so he's, he, again, he knows who to play to. You know yeah. what I mean? He knows... He knows who to talk to. It uh, it is very funny that he talks about you know no judgment for those who are here doing all these crazy things. Let me explain how crazy this is and yep. and no judgment there. But uh, but it you know it's uh, it's it's like classic Driscoll, but he's he he seems toned down a little bit. Yes, uh, a little bit. It's the audience interaction in that clip anyway seemed far more than normal, right? Like, then I would be used to. Like, it, it seemed far more like this is a, this is a performance mm. rather than I'm preaching and people really like it and we just happen to, like, do this kind of thing. So I don't know about that, but that I was just struck by that. I have not heard it from, you know, with Driscoll there. I've not watched these, right? This right. is all new. Have you watched any of these? Um, I watched... A few from the 2020 year, a long time ago, when I was like, oh, we've got to do these. Yeah. 
and but no i i i do not know where these are these are coming from i just knew they existed and that it would be interesting to see what 2021 driscoll was rant quote unquote ranting about that wasn't really ranting because i know driscoll rants like um and i just wonder the tolerance rant right yeah just going off it's like but it's right it's apparently it's one of the like parts of his brand that's not 100 percent tarnished that he can kind of still use. And I'm sure these were all packaged for, like, Instagram videos, you know, and they just put them all together. So here's video two. It is on spiritual gifts. A solid understanding of Scripture and a sensitivity to the Holy Spirit. Because if you have the gift of discernment, you don't need a read. All right, so we're going to do... Gift of discernment. We're doing gift of discernment, which we've done an episode on. And talked about what Driscoll said about discernment, interestingly enough. So it'll be really interesting to see what he says. So we think discernment is important, and we will see what Driscoll in 2021 says about it. You just need a caution from the Spirit. And it doesn't mean that you rush to a conclusion about someone, but you wait to see what the facts bear out. In addition, can you read a book or hear a teacher and almost immediately undercover false teaching? Some of you are like drug dogs at the airport, like Pelagian, semi-Pelagian, universalist, Jehovah's Witness. I mean, you just, you just, you just, you can, you just have it. There was a woman laughing way too hard. (laughs) Way too hard. So he gave two examples of discernment. I think one is what we would largely say discernment is. So the first one he said is like when you have that feeling and you just know. Yep. You but you wait. But something. you wait for the facts to bear out. And then, which is the new Driscoll like toned down guy. You get the the feeling one, and then you get the you can read a book and you can recognize false teaching, which is what we describe discernment as when we said it is. As Hebrew says, train the powers of your discernment through constant practice. Constant practice, right. So you you are discerning good from evil according to the word of God. Yes. Yes. And so Driscoll has both um, and uh, made someone laugh real, real hard. Man, what did you just do? I'm making it up as I go. So, um... Narrator. No, he's <laughs> no, not. No, he's not. <laughs> he was not. I'll be honest. This is one of my gifts. Okay? But i got to be very careful with it because I could be the guy with the critical eye. I could find out everything that's wrong. I'll give you an example. I was talking to Grace about it this week. She's like, like give me an example. So I, so C.S. Lewis book, Mayor of Christianity, one of the greatest books written in the history of the world, one of the best-selling Christian books of all time. First time I read it, I thought, he missed the resurrection. So, wow. Uh, this is a... This is bold he's he is pastor michael we have talked about how we uh this show is often an exercise in discernment let's ask pastor michael does c.s lewis have any problems in his presentation of the christian faith oh wow (laughs) put me on the spot we gotta put this one behind bonus content so that nobody hears me say it um uh yeah so like yeah c.s lewis so this is the problem with like the the extreme i love c.s lewis yep um last year I read multiple C.S. Lewis books multiple times. Um, I And so, like, I'm, I, I do really appreciate Lewis. And I actually think that Lewis, um, the best of Lewis, is far more helpful than a lot of uh, very, like, weighty theological treaties That's that right. we in our circles typically really like. Um, because I think he understands the world in a way that most people don't. And um, he's able to extrapolate from... 
the world, the way that God has made it, truths that are um, absolutely right and, and clear. And once he shows it, very clear and good and, and right. Um, <laughs> uh, Mere Christianity is easily one of Lewis's worst books. <laughs> Maybe not worst. I, I maybe shouldn't say it that way. And is it because he missed the resurrection? I, <laughs> I don't remember that, right? I don't. Maybe he does. I don't yeah. know. I don't remember that. Uh, but because because mere Christianity was not written to be a book originally, right? It was radio presentations of the Christian mm-hmm. faith. Um, it is very basic. It's it it's not that there's not some helpful items within mere Christianity. It's that it is not the best Lewis, yeah. right? If, if you want to really get like the the benefit out of C.S. Lewis, you have to go to something like uh, The Great Divorce mm. or to uh, Till We Have Faces, which is my personal favorite. Those are my two personal so, favorite Lewis. Uh, so I, or The Abolition of Man. Well, if you read The Abolition of Man right now or That Hideous Strength, which is like a, a, a narrative version of The Abolition of Man, you will see what I mean by, like, Lewis just gets it. Lewis, in The Abolition of Man, is critiquing a, a children's grammar, like, book. Yeah. A, a book about how to teach children grammar. And he extrapolates from that where we are today with these, like, you know, uh, these these scientist bureaucrats trying to run the lives of every single person on the planet. And he sees that before it happened— all because he read certain things in a book about children's grammar. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's why I love Lewis. But Mere Christianity, yeah, okay, it's it's not that great. Why is he bringing up Mere Christianity? So, so what I love is, I, the reason I did that was just a test to see if you were as discerning as Mark Triscoll. <laughs> <laughs> Two, I think uh, once we have 20 Patreons, we're going to mail one of them, one of you Patreons, who I'm sure you're pausing this episode to go sign up now, we're going to mail you one of uh, these favorite lewis books of pastor michael oh yeah that'd be great so once we have 20 we'll randomly draw one of you write this down somewhere (laughs) and we'll send one of you this book and so if you own three we'll send you the one you don't have yep why is he bringing it up it's a weird again it's this like it's the weird flex every right everybody loves c.s lewis so let me talk about what i don't like this is why i want to like i want this in bonus cut it because i don't care to be the guy who's like yeah mere christianity is not a very good book but here's but here's the deal what i've realized as we've done the show and maybe i've said this before which would make this lame is that when we react to clips this way i've actually realized that this is not like a this doesn't come natural like this isn't like ah everyone's ready to like fire off this way um, and, that, and I'm not saying that because we're like, I'm not saying that we're so great at it, but for whatever reason, it, it comes fairly naturally to us and probably it's just out of practice and out of discernment, but that's what I've realized that that's what this takes. It's, you have to, I mean, you have to process a lot of things at once, but that is what this is like. Why he's bringing up Lewis this way. I don't know, but let's find out what he says. Bro, bro, it's a thing. I mean, it, it, we need, I, and he does believe in it, but he forgot it. It sold millions of copies, and I'm like, uh, is Jesus alive? It's a, you know, like, it's a... <laughs> what are these laughs? <laughs> these laughs in the background, man. These people are, like, dying, cracking up. There there have to be plants here, right? Even the way that they, like, shoot the video, you've got, like, these heads. Almost like mystery science theater. It is, yeah. You know, it's, like, silhouetted heads down below. How many people are actually in this building? That's what I want to yep. know. <laughs> yep, spiritual gifts. Finding your position on Team Jesus. <laughs> That's... That's brutal, actually. That's that is not good. They 
so that maybe when maybe when Driscoll left Mars Hill, he had this like super creative team that helped him come up with these really great titles for things. He lost them. Now and... he's got whoever's in Phoenix, Arizona, whatever B team creatives are living. Out hey, of, if you're out in of... Phoenix, we're so sorry. We're not. We're... We'd love to have you on the show. Yeah, we would. Yeah, we'd absolutely. really love to have you on the show. Um, if you are Driscoll's current brand manager and probably not related to him by blood, we'd love to have you on the show because we don't want to put blood relatives in a weird position it's down kids it's a big deal now the problem is if you're always looking for what's wrong you won't see what's right and if you're always seeing for where they're wrong you'll never see where they're right and you'll never see where you're wrong so if you have the gift of discernment so, we need to walk in so we just ended that with the pure pure gibberish yeah so i i couldn't even follow it at the if end because he kind of mixed it up right if he you're not looking where if you're always looking where they're wrong, you'll never see where they're right. Yeah. Okay. So valid, like, so valid, valid point, right? To a point, right? There is a. We've talked about this many times. There is a line. There is a, a certain place where you go too far, and all you do is criticize. And mm -hmm. we are probably guilty of that sometimes. Yep. And we might be guilty of that on all of these Driscoll. Every one of us. <laughs> In the spirit and not the flesh. So there you go. So that was one of the rants on discernment wow, two down how many hundreds to go what how many do i think have? there's probably i'd say between the last two years roughly 60 and oh, i think man. we'll we'll mix them up we'll probably go back to uh 2020 i think he was uh at times more freewheeling and so we'll uh, we'll see what there is but this has been 100k this has been 100k every day we'll catch you next week we next week have a super interesting interview we're releasing with someone who went Anglican but came back. So Great. stay tuned for that. If you love the show and don't care about Patreon, nothing's changing. We'll still be here with but you. But if you love the show and you want to support us, Patreon, this is the way to go. We're opening it up. Uh, we will put a link and you can find us there. Hey, thanks for celebrating 100,000 downloads with us. As we mentioned in the show, you can sign up for a Patreon with us. We hope you will if you like the show and if you want to support it. Right now, if you log in as the standard level, you can find two reactions to two more Mark Driscoll clips. If you join us as a true Presbyterian, even if you're a Baptist, you can find me having a discussion with two particular Baptists about the differences we have in covenant theology. So I hope you enjoy those if you log in. We hope to see you around. Anyways, next week we have more great episodes coming back to normal.
Thank you, Epic Church, for letting us use the remix of Psalm 134 to celebrate 100,000 downloads.